Has your tailbone ever itched oddly and just for a fleeting moment you thought, this is it, I knew it, here comes the tale, I'm a werewolf? Welcome back to Monster Hearts. <laughs> With me as always, I have Devious Vacuum playing Adrian, and also Hero Wagner. Hello. Violet playing Jane Pleasance. Hello. Arden playing Crow. Ironicus playing Ichabod. Uh. And my good, good friend Allie playing Natalie Brown. That's me, hello. So when we last left our teenagers... Um, a mysterious being from beyond time that had been imitating their teacher and their classmate had chewed through time and, uh, let's see, hang on, let me see if I can remember the order right. Uh, let's see, it was Adrian who killed Hero, and then it was Melania Valdez the Fae, witch hunter, who killed Adrian, and then Jane who killed Melania, thus realizing that uh, Jane was not actually a vampire after all, just your everyday murderer. <laughs> just like Mama would have wanted. And then shortly after that, uh, the being from beyond time, which had possessed Adrian, fully came through into our reality, thus using up Adrian's body. So Adrian's ghost brain possessed Hero Wagner's now dead body, um... Um, just as the clock struck midnight, we'll say. That sounds about right. <laughs> and all of time, past and future, were collapsed into a single point. And let's just go down the list and see what everybody was doing at the time when time collapsed into a single point. Well, first off, Adrian, as we know, Adrian was at the moment uh, just getting into the rhythm of possessing another human body. But how did that go? Did you feel like yourself, Adrian? Well, uh, I'm not not really sure what happened. Um, I just, you know, without without being in, after being forced out of my own body, um, I just uh, I just had to had to had to find somewhere else to go. And uh, and when I opened my eyes, I was I was Hero Wagner. And you had all the rarest cards and monster card monsters. Now, How did that impact your life? Now our powers are combined. <laughs> Um. <laughs> All right. Well, that's great. Uh, how about Jane? How's Jane doing after realizing she's nothing but a common murderer? Well, I was arrested by the fairy cops. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, all of time collapsed. Yeah, that so was weird. Were and you able to get away from them, or are you still in their custody? I'm going to say that I'm, I'm still kind of in their custody. Like, they've got a lot of shit to worry about. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, I'm so gonna right move your pallet down to the very cops. Alright. How's your mental state, though? Well, right now I'm dealing with the fact that I just saw my boyfriend get pushed off a cliff and turn into a time monster. Which... Uh, oh, let's not forget, Jane. You orchestrated his falling off yeah. a cliff. <laughs> that was kind of a bad move on my part. It is, yeah, it is almost entirely your fault. <laughs> which means I feel real bad, because, like... I don't know much about vampires. I'm pretty sure this is a vampire thing that he's doing, because he got hurt a lot. And that Not was only do you know nothing about vampires, you're also definitely not one. I know, right? That was so, well, such a shock. But I did learn that I can rip somebody's throat out with my teeth. Yeah. Oh. So no offense to Violet, but Jane sucks. <laughs> Jane's in a bad way, and Jane needs yeah. to go find her boyfriend, Adrian, the time monster. And explain to him that she she ran away because she was scared, not because she was scared of him, just of in in general. And she she wants to show him that she still loves him. All right. Well, that's that's a refreshing twist. 
So, uh, hey, uh, hey, Crow and Ichabod, how, how, uh, how you doing? I mean, I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) Are you good? Uh, so. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I, I think something interesting happens, uh, I- Ichabod and Crow weren't really uh, on the murder point and didn't really notice things happen. They, they were just sort of cuddling. Uh, but then Crow noticed uh, how, you know, nice and warm it was to, to have his hands around Ichabod and snuggled in closer. And then they both noticed what that means. Ichabod's alive. <laughs> Did my dick do that? <laughs> I mean, it it's a leading theory, I guess. <laughs> it's the only theory you have at the moment. So. <laughs> it's when I fucked him back to life. Holy I shit. It's true love. I guess that automatically makes it the greatest theory. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Ichabod is... Uh, now all of his old-timey clothes fit, and they fit nice. His butt is impeccable. Uh, <laughs> he's taller, his shoulders are broader, and uh, he just... He's the exact opposite of uh, what he was before. He, he's outgoing, he's friendly, he, he's just warm to be around, uh, literally and figuratively, and uh, it's really unclear... Uh, how much that is to do with him being in this uh, sudden relationship with Crow, uh, he'd say it's 100%, but uh, I mean, just the fact that time collapsing undid his death probably has a lot to do it in, in point of fact. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's Ichabod right now. And now we're going to hear about you, Natalie, and Lucretia who have just managed to escape the Fae only for all this horribleness to happen, are going to tell me about their experiences immediately after the stroke of every time ever. Natalie, you're still a werewolf, actually. You're still your darkest self. I don't think... Am I? I guess I haven't... Well, actually, do you want to be or not? Because there's an easy way to Uh. make it swing both ways. (laughs) Um... How do I not become my darkest self? Hold on. I'm pretty sure for the werewolf, it's Dawn or there was some other thing, but I think mostly Dawn. Okay. Well, every time exists. So it's Dawn somewhere. (laughs) It's Dawn o'clock somewhere. The sun's over there and the moon's over there. So depending on which way you're walking at the time. um, (laughs) So that's going to be fun. But yeah, you and Lucretia have managed to successfully escape from the wicked clutches of the Fae. Um... How, 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 what's your experience like coming back down to Earth only to have all time forcefully compressed into a single point with a loud squelch? I am stress-eating packets of mayo. I thought you used it all. <laughs> Plot hole. Oh, but now you have your future and past mayonnaise, too. Dude, you better believe I stock up after this. She's just eating it from her hips. <laughs> M- most importantly, have you two escaped from the Fae or not? Probably, right? Didn't I kill a bunch of them? <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I feel like I killed It depends people. how close to the end of the season this episode is, whether or not you're killing people, or just knocking <laughs> them away. But, yes. 
Uh, we can say that Natalie successfully escaped. How about you, Lucretia? I'm sure I made I made some of them very slippy and got away that way. So yeah, I'm pretty sure I got away. Yeah, congratulations. So now the only one in the clutches of the Fae is Jane Pleasance. Congrats. Congrats to everyone. <laughs> now let's cover the state of the world at large. It's fucked up. So, in the coming days, months, years that passed in, pass in an instant, you all become aware that Monster Card Monsters was, surprise, surprise, something suspicious after all. Because fragments of a grim, dark cyber future where Monster Card Monsters has taken over the world exist all around you. If you cross your eyes just so, everything looks like it, otherwise it's kind of isolated to certain patches. You can see giant, horrible cyborg monsters that look a lot like representations on the cards marching around. And you can see lots of people in, like, tinfoil suits kind of laboring, kind of like running on bicycles connected to generators, that kind of thing, all while playing monster card monsters. And sure, the suits, the tinfoil suits look pretty cool and futuristic, but the indentured servitude might not be worth it. So that's the general state of the world of the future. Now, the world of the past. Remember those great, horrible wooden dormitories that burned down? They're here, and they've combined with the school dormitories and with the futuristic indentured card game enjoyers dormitories of the future. So they're kind of a horrible mix of wood, modern building materials, and just solid metal with glowing panels. So that's where you all are right now. You've all managed to escape or otherwise run away, except for Jane, back to the combined barracks. Uh, Ichabod, these barracks are twice as familiar to you, and the wooden parts definitely seem to be suspiciously warm, as if they could burst into flame at any moment. Oh, well, there's some <laughs> memories there. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, over at Murder Point, um, the ground has split, and if one were to look down into the split in the ground, you would see what looks like an entire galaxy. And a huge, horrible face that looks a little bit like a clock is just waiting, eating time. The first step was to compress all of time into a single space, and the second step is to just gobble it all up. Yum, yum, yum. Representatives if you wish to interact with the mysterious being, include Miss Willis, its original emissary, and the former body of Adrian Steele, which is now possessed by a very smug and self-righteous version of the being as a teenager. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a new romance possibility. <laughs> Nobody can t hardly tell the difference. Now, across the chasm, there's a very interesting building that only two of you recognize. Ichabod, you recognize it from life. Natalie, you recognize it from old family photos. It's the Bell Mansion. The home of Ichabod's oppressors, murderers, and the home of Natalie's ancestors. So, I think the big elephant in the room is Ichabod and Natalie. You have regrouped in the same room. Ichabod, Natalie's real last name is Natalie Bell. What do you do? Oh, well, I mean, I guess the first thing I'm going to do <laughs> is whistle a happy tune as I head to my my shed. 
Uh, you see, I'm prepared with an outlandishly large armory, and it's somewhere in, in this crisscross time. I'm sure it still exists. It's right where you remember it being. See, because oh, no. this is the best thing that could have ever happened to me. I get to kill every single bell, maybe more than once. Who knows how many Natalies are out here? Oh, oh no. <laughs> All right. What? Well, that's very interesting. Now... Let me just, now that we know your immediate plans, as that was the elephant mm-hmm. in the room, let me just pause again to let everybody know that the way this time is working, there are kind of three factions, and you each have, I would say, future selves or past selves that are aligned with one of the three factions. So these facts kind of flood into your head as false memories from other selves. So let's go down the list of what will happen if different factions win if the monster card monsters win um, well they take over the world way sooner because they will have also won in the distant past so perhaps not only this local area but the entire world will be under the thumb of the cards so let's. what does that mean for each of the characters well Adrian as the hero of cards after combining with hero Wagner Adrian is king among cattle. I mean, king of games. Crow, your technological abilities would be manipulated. But at least you'd be in high standing in the New World Order. Mm. Ichabod is garbage. (laughs) Jane is garbage. Lucretia is garbage. Natalie is garbage. You will all become indentured bicycle serfs. Well, I mean, I'm used to it. What's, what happens if the thing eating time wins? Well, everything stays exactly the way it is forever, because t- much like going into a black hole, all time will have successfully and totally been compressed down. So, everyone will return to the most idealized forms of your lives, or this is how it's been sold to you by Miss Willis at least. Adrian will be with Jane, Crow will be with Ichabod, Lucretia will be unable to take souls frozen in time and therefore trapped in thrall to the dark dude forever. Natalie is alone. Oh. Oh, hold on, look. After this whole Jane thing, maybe Adrian is reconsidering his options. <laughs> putting this out there. Yeah, maybe so. But the point is, whatever you choose, if you choose to side with the thing, you better be damn sure of it because it's going to be forever. Now, there are also the Fae. And as you imagine, the Fae who are trying to keep the world as neutral as possible to hide their own existence from humans, they're not exactly thrilled with either the thing or the card monsters. So, if you side with the Fae, none of this ever happens. However, the Fae's plan is to go into the distant past and remove the stain of monsters. And what's the most noteworthy monster who existed in this place in the past? Do you want to answer that for me, Ichabod? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you mean uh Adrian Steele. Adrian Steele. <laughs> if the Fae win, Adrian is dead. Crow is a hero among Fae. Ichabod never died tragically, but never meets Crow. Jane never meets Adrian or Crow. Lucretia was never enthralled to the dark dude in the first place, and Natalie never meets Ichabod. Natalie, you may notice that none of these are very good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what happened? 
I miss one session, and then I come back, and it's all bad. You were in jail. You didn't. I yeah. I broke out of jail. Fuck. The real takeaway here is that when time is eaten, everybody loses. But some people lose、mm. a little bit less than others. So that's the state of the world. I'm sure you all have your own little ideas and plans percolating in your tiny little rotten teenage minds. <laughs> but let's return to the. Problem at hand, and that is that Ichabod is approaching Natalie with a large axe. Oh, hey, hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're just jumping、oh. into this. Can hey, I, Bell. Wait. <laughs> Remember when I said I didn't want to be a werewolf anymore? <laughs> yeah, I can help can- with that. <laughs> Crow, I should- uh, I don't know. How squeamish you are! Just know that、uh, I'm doing everything I can so we can be together. Hey, Belle! Holy shit, bro! How do you feel about this? Oh my god! I'm the I'm supposed to be the suave one. Yeah, you're kind of in a very interesting situation now, Crow. How do you feel about it? I'm very flustered. Yeah,、uh, yeah. Flustered enough to stop them, or flustered enough to、uh, watch? Um, I I don't know who she is or like what's I mean like, I don't really know what's going oh, on. Oh wow! Ironicus waited for nobody and went ahead and just rolled two ones.、Oh. Fr- frankly, not much is going <laughs> on. That, that is a total of four on lash out physically. Yeah, so you fail to lash out physically, and I think what that means is some of those glowing panels in the more futuristic parts of the walls just kind of immediately turn red. Robots, which look very similar to Adrian, having played this game a lot, just kind of flow out naturally of the walls and restrain Ichabod. Oh, okay. I don't like that. I want to lash out at the robots. More robots will try to restrain you as well. Oh,、But、okay. For the moment, well, we'll have we'll deal with that. For the moment, Ironic has rolled so badly that the robots are certainly going to surprise and overwhelm him, and the the robots are going to say stuff to the tune of. You have violated the user end agreement. <laughs> um,、For、I'm just gonna like look、axe. around, like pleasantly surprised.、Hey. Pleasantly surprised as you watch, the robots are very respectful to you. First off, but to Ichabod, they're like, "You have violated the user end agreement. You will be fined five thousand monster points. You will be indebted to repay these monster points." And they start carrying Ichabod away. The more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> yeah, teens have time for quips while they're being dragged away. So <laughs> I think. Okay, buddy. I think Crow had dibs on dealing with his situation I, next. Yeah. The axe clatters to the floor. Um. So I want to use my my techno magic. Yeah, you you. When you think of the phrase techno magic, your hand immediately flies to your waist. Where you find a cell phone, and it's very futuristic. And when you touch it, like holograms shoot out of it everywhere. It's nuts. Nice. I okay. I want to try to. You have a, you have a Kingdom Hearts lock screen. Yes. <laughs> This is the best possible timeline. <laughs>、um, I want to try to. I want to rewrite the robots like code so that they don't see Ichabod as a as having violated the the end user agreement. Okay, I mean you're literally shutting them down. So go ahead and roll shut someone down with cold. 
Well, that's not oh, really no. uh, great. <laughs> I rolled just as bad as Ichabod. You rolled just as bad as Ichabod. Oh, it's almost romantic. <laughs> oh, well, you rolled a little better than Ichabod, but the the robots turn to you and they like they so the ones that the one they're all very cute robots. First off, because you know this is a cute game. Who wouldn't like this game? The ones that have hats and helmets doff them in your direction. And the ones that don't just kind of do other gestures of respect. But they're all like, Crow, respected user. We noticed that you have attempted to rewrite our code. You have violated the interim user agreement. (laughs) With greatest respect, you will also be asked to repay these monster points. And they Uh. walk towards you with their horrible... They have like those robot... Those, like, flexi arms, and then the hands are just, like, perfect circular clamps, you know? No! They have clamp hands. God. I don't like it. Whoa, whoa, um, so, can I talk to these robots? Yeah. Cool. You have a lot of clout with these robots, let's just say. Um, you, you are the king of games, or at least one of your future selves is the king of games. Well, hold on. Actually. This, this, they, don't need to, they don't need to leave the room yet. Uh, please continue to restrain them, though. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely, sir. Oh. Dvac. Yes. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you could go ahead and roll with kind of the weak, half-hearted combination of your past and future selves that you are at the moment. Or you could fully get into character as your future self, you might say, and automatically succeed a roll with a 12. I wonder what the downside of such a thing could be. Hmm... <laughs> it's probably um, not important. It's probably I, not important. I mean, you should probably do it. Yeah. I I think that um maybe I'll I'll save that for the next thing cuz a mm. hero Adrian doesn't really know, still doesn't really know what he is. Like not enough it's, it's only been a few seconds. Um so it, he's he's just sort of like, "Oh, I can talk to these robots." Okay. Um, don't do if that. The robo- if the robots were respectful to Crow, they're downright subservient to you. Well, at least as long as you only give them vague commands that they're pretty okay with doing anyway. All right. I I step out into the middle of the room and be like, "Hold on. If, if nobody's nobody's going to get hurt here. Let's just talk about what happened." What happened? Why, thank you, benevolent bloodsucker. <laughs> All right, maybe you can take him away, though, actually. Um, uh, confirmed. Thanks. Ah! Uh, <laughs> uh, Shit. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. Feeling, feeling real good. Feeling real good about this. <laughs> anyway, what just happened? What? So Ichabod is tossed into the work zone, and the door's locked behind you. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of other people in silvery outfits. And when you look down, you realize you're wearing the same silvery outfit. Like, don't get me wrong, it's hot, but it sucks. <laughs> okay, but am I still alive? Am I still yes? You're still alive. Not ghost. Okay. Yes. Right. And meanwhile, Adrian. Oh wow, huh? So I'm the king of card games. Adrian like looks un- unbelievingly like as his own his own hands and body as he's this combination of dead. Your jacket partner. is like floating off your shoulders. Wow. Your hair is really spiky. <laughs> of course. Wow. Huh. Okay. Well, um, so now that that's out of the way, let's have um, uh, a measured and reasonable conversation about what just happened, everyone. Confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) 
two I have two questions. Um does Adrian looks like Hero now? Yes, but there's a definite okay. Adrian hint about his features that mm-hmm. makes okay. him look really hot. Adrian look- is Hero's yummy. Yes. Thank you. That's my Thank you for putting it in terms we can all understand. <laughs> Do you want me to read my duelist sheet or not? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I am now a duelist. It's time to duel. You have been gifted with an amazing power. No matter what happens in life, you always win. Always. Life is just a card game, and with your Millennium item, the rules are weighted in your favor. Yeah, and quick note for everybody who's just joining this session. Um, Divac wrote that. <laughs> and the picture the picture on the Duelist playbook is, in fact, Kaiba. Yeah, so, great. And there's a list of Millennium items, such as the Millennium Eye and Millennium Rod. So, yeah. no, it's not It's not a hint. It's just that. Yeah, I have... Uh, so my, my Millennium item is the Millennium Rod, which allows me to use Hypnotize, because, of course, I am... Uh, Adrian Steele, in, after all. Um, and I also have Trust in the Heart of the Cards, which means once per scene, I can re-roll an attempt. Um, and then I also have Alter Ego, which means that whenever I'm in a conflict, my Alter Ego takes over, and we play a card game for the same stakes as the conflict. That's great. So that's yeah. what I was going to do if Natalie didn't have means to defend herself. I would have, like, stepped in and challenged Ichabod to a card game. But since I'm in control of all these robots... Well, you're not... <laughs> let's not go wild. You're not in control of them. It's just that if you order them to do something that they're going to do anyway, they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Did, does the actual, like, d- does the actual head of Kybocorp also exist separately from me? Yes. You okay. are not the head of Kybocorp. You're kind of like... Let's see. Who... Hmm. You're no, you're just the Yugi. You're you don't have any actual control over the game, but you're like a big enough celebrity that the robots that Oh, okay. I'm a you're professional. On, you're on a lot of the billboards, but you don't you're not actually a part of the monster card monsters hierarchy. Oh, okay. Okay. Um but the second question I had though, which is important for me, is that what does Adrian smell like now? Adrian <laughs> smells like hero. So okay. you don't really know what the hell is going on as long as you're still in okay. werewolf mode. Okay. Um, and then there's also just this odd stranger. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? I, I'm really out of sorts here. There's nothing to discuss. Uh, also, you're a dog. You can't discuss anything. Yeah, also, <laughs> Wait, bark, bark. Yeah. Can you, Natalie, can you not, like... Can you unwolf or something? Or is that just this is just happening now? This is happening. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I um, like the idea of just ha- like <laughs> Natalie shows up is a dog, or I'll just like okay, this is fine. Yeah, I have to wound someone I care about, or the sun rises. <laughs> Which is a shame that you stopped Ichabod from attacking me. <laughs> Well, dang. Um, well, um, all right. Well, uh, everyone in the room, um, the last thing I remember is that I got wrecked. Um, some kind of monster was inside of me. Um, busted out, got pushed out of my own body, jumped into the nearest body that was there, which was apparently Hero, um, who was dead for some reason. (laughs) And, um... And yeah, so it's me, Adrian. Hi. Hello. 
Hello. Hi. Um, so if we can all just stay calm, I'm sure that um, we can all help me deal with this situation. The robots are kind of getting impatient about dragging Crow away, especially since you haven't directly addressed Crow. So they're like, so can we take this interloper? Um, or- doesn't, I mean, doesn't, doesn't Crow already have enough monster points to pay the fine? Well, these are like special... Yeah, you can convince them of that. These were going to be like special debt monster points, but sure. (laughs) Fine. The robots are like, fine. (laughs) And go back into the walls. Oh, thank you. I really, I really, you know, I should have let them take you, but I'm not going to because we all need to be able to to get out of this. And if the timeline collapses, then none of us are going to be out on top. Just remember that I can make those robots come back. All right. Duly noted. The robots kind of roll their eyes when you say that. They're like, yeah, (laughs) you sure can, sir. While you all were talking, Ichabod rolled to run away and successfully got away from the robots, probably just by, like, punching through the metal door. Ichabod (laughs) knows a thing or two about being able to shirk while on a work line. Yeah, you, like, picked up the bicycle and threw it (laughs) at the door. So Ichabod got away, and he's looking for uh, his old teacher... Or someone else who knows time eater things. Well, your futuristic knowledge from some self or other tells you that the best way to meet with someone representing the time eater is to walk down the cliffside along makeout point, now murder point. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see what looks like Adrian Steele, but wick- with a wicked grimace and jet black eyes and a jet black fluid oozing out of his mouth. Oh, cute. Yeah, it's very hot. <laughs> Like, white skin, hair slicked back in the same jet black shade, maybe also oozing. Who knows? But there he is. And he sees you, and just smiles, and is like, Oh, hello, Ichabod! Oh, never mind. Look, I can't be... (laughs) I'm doing my best here. (laughs) Hello, Steel. How can I help you? How can I help you hmm. we've got a good thing going right here i'm alive i'm with people that recognize me as a person and i want to fix it i want to keep this fixed ichabod you've always been a visionary however short that may have been originally <laughs> i'm actually three <laughs> inches taller than i was in the last session how right you are no I don't think there's anything that you can do to directly help the being the being is doing perfectly fine on its own however if you could delay the efforts of those troublesome fae and their friends the bell family and keep those cyborgs from getting down here that would be for the best for all of us It'll keep you in that body. It'll keep the being fed and happy. We'll all be sated. <laughs> uh, okay. So, where... <laughs> Thank you very much in advance for your efforts. Uh, and retroactively. So. Oh, absolutely. Where can I be, uh, I guess, most useful? Do you... I mean, you you know all of time, so so you know the... The choke points, the the moments uh, of 
uh, infinite possibility. Moments of infinite possibility. Why, yes. I believe the worst possible thing for the being would be if the Fae and the Bells... Or excuse me, if the Fae and the Cyborgs ever agreed that the being was a bigger threat. So, if ever a meeting such as that does come to pass, I would request that you ensure that the two always find each other to be a greater threat than the being ever could be. And now that the Fae and the beings, and the, or excuse me, the Fae and the Cyborgs are in such close proximity, mm-hmm. and at this he looks over his shoulders at Bell Manor, and at the dormitories which you just came from. This meeting is very close at hand indeed. So, I want you to make sure that the two never make contact. I want you to make sure that the two hate each other forever. And I want you to make sure that time runs out, as it were. (laughs) 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 I'll do exactly that if uh, you can get me to speak with the Time Eater. I need, I need to know that my interests are safe, and uh, I don't trust you. I don't trust anybody who wears that face. So I'm t- going to try to manipulate this NPC by rolling hot. Okay, Bot's hot now. Hell yes! Oh he yeah, he's, you're hot, all right. <laughs> so is a ten just you win, or a do ten, you get a bonus? They do give them a bribe threat or motive. Bribe threat or motive? Yeah. The motive of I don't trust the face you're wearing right now is very amusing to uh, anti-Adrian. So the rictus grin widens. Black ooze leaks out of the mouth. And he basically like sweeps over to his shoulder and bows invitingly, inviting you to walk a little bit further down the path. Do you do so? Uh, I think I do after we cut over to everybody else. Okay. D- dramatic Transitions. So we cut away from Ichabod as you walk down the path into the darkness of space, or what appears to be space. Adrian, you seem like you're commanding this situation very well. What happens next in this sealed room? I, uh, I want to be able to ascertain who I need to talk to who's in charge of Monster Card Monsters. Well... That should be very, very simple indeed. In fact, all you have to do is request it to one of these robots and you will be led on. Oh, good. Great. That's that's what I want to do. I want to talk to who's in charge of the cyborgs. All right. If you'll follow me, says one of the robots who looks like a ridiculous cartoony butler. Does anybody want to go? <laughs> no? All right. Y'all are good. All right. See you later. Crow's dragged off to the work camp. Wait, I thought they let me go because I had enough... I had enough oh, right, points. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> they tried to do it on the sly when Adrian turns around, but no. Adrian catches him. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> okay. So it's just me and this dog, I guess. <laughs> As I'm leaving, I'm like, Crow, maybe talk to the Fae. I don't know. Okay, bye. No, yeah, I, I was gonna, I was gonna do that anyway. <laughs> Lucretia's here too, fuming, probably covered in mayonnaise. Oh God. So Adrian, you're led down to the end of the hall to a much nicer door. And there's this giant buff monster that you recognize from the card game. What's this card's name again? Um, that is the, um, man, um, I I can't think of a name that's not, like, super generic, like... Generic's fine. What do you think this is? Like, an art game? This is an arcane golem. Arcane golem plus two. (laughs) 
Okay, arcane oh, golem. Arcane. Is... It's an augmented reality golem. Yeah. Yeah. It's an augmented reality cane golem. Um, so it <laughs> leans on its cane <laughs> and greets you in a very genteel, exaggerated accent. And it's like, how can I help you, Mr. V- 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 Wagner? Uh, I, I want to see the, uh, the, the, the boss, the head. Oh, the of course, the right this way. And the AR cane golem raps on the door with its cane and it opens up. And you're let in. And you see a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of all the best cards. Here they are. Wow, finally. <laughs> Amazing. I admire the cards. My attention shifts to, I guess, whoever the 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 real person is that's in this room. <laughs> the one who's not a card. <laughs> the cards themselves have taken over. <laughs> hey, Violet. Yes. What is this person's name? Uh, it is Nora. Nora Pleasance. Ah, it's Nora oh, Pleasance. No! Oh. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> So Nora Pleasance is seated behind a desk in a powerful suit right next to what looks like a cute little bunny and a floating UFO which you recognize as the cute sphere overseer one of the most overpowered cards in the game when combined with other cute sphere cards of the cute sphere this is like Toon World but sci-fi <laughs> by the way so, and Nora's like oh hello Wagner how can I help you um Hello. I, um, well, I, uh, I, I find myself in, in quite an, uh, a, a confusing situation, and I, uh, wanted to... Yes, we're all, we're, we're all dealing with the compression in our own ways, but I believe it could be for the best. Uh, what, um, what's, what's going, I, I just wanted to come and ask what... What's going on? I, I, my memories are, are, are all over the place, and I... Well, they would be, wouldn't they, from all these different selves of yours coalescing, coalescing into one body. And I would say it's twice as worse for you, huh? So, yeah, she uh, clearly knows about your situation. Hmm. Um, what? I... Well, it's very simple. A being from outside time, at some point in the distant past, uh... Manipula- or manipulated people into allowing its entry into our world by horrible mathematics and now it has compressed time into all of one point I mean what could be simpler I, I mean what are you going to do about it oh well I'm glad you asked Nora like leans back and steeples her fingers and you can tell oh man this is a fucking villain right here <laughs> Nora's like, our, our plan's very simple. We're going to take advantage of the situation. Of course, we're going to have to reverse the mathematics, and we have plenty of supercomputers around us to do that. Really, we could send the being back any time we wanted. And you sense this is a bit of a vanity thing. You're not sure if that's actually true. But before we do that, we're going to establish ourselves in the distant past. And we're going to have taken over the world a lot sooner than we have. And by exponential properties of growth with all that extra time. Perhaps when we return to the future, well, we, we will find things oh so much better. We won't merely have taken over one podunk little town in the mountains. We'll have taken over everything. Maybe even the entire galaxy. Wouldn't that be lovely? I see. What about the Fae? 
What about the Fae? What are they going to do about it? I don't know. I don't, that's that's what uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. You see, in the future, the Fae never really had much interest in our activities. They figured that the technology was of human origin. Of course, they were gravely mistaken. They really should have interceded long ago. You can sense she's bragging again. But they don't know that. And as long as they don't know that, they won't know to interfere with us. And as long as they don't know to interfere with us, we'll be able to get them to help us take care of the being when the time comes. Um... Do you know where Jane is? I haven't thought about her in a long time. But I suppose we are compressed back into the time when I should be caring about her again. No, I don't know where she is, do you? I... The last time I saw her, she had just... She was attacking a, a member of the Fae. Oh, interesting. I suppose that would place her in Fae captivity by now, because I doubt such a weak girl would be able to get out of that. That's interesting. That's a great point of first contact with the Fae. Do you know where the Fae are now, Hero? Um, not anymore. Hmm. Well, I would like you to seek them out, and when you find them, I would like you to let them know that a poor, grieving parent is searching for her lost child. I see. Um, I will do that. Oh, thank you very much. You're dismissed. I leave the creepy monster place. <laughs> There's a lot of creepy cute monsters, especially the cute sphere overseer who looks like to be the cyborg commander. In fact, it's hard to say whether Nora's in command of the corporation or if the corporation's in command of Nora, but that's nothing to worry about right now anyway, is it? So while we were speaking about Jane... How's Jane doing, anyway? How is the Fae captivity? They've dug themselves out a little secret bunker in the cliffside, trying to regroup after all this has happened. Their numbers have been severely cut. Yeah, they ain't doing too well. They are not doing too well. Alright. So, I don't... Look. Look. I, want, I just want to find my boyfriend. That's That's what I'm after right now. So... Obviously, since I am in captivity, I do, of course, get my one phone call. They... I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be straight with you, Jane. They don't really care what you do. They captured you because they rightfully thought that you were a supernatural monster. But since then, they've discovered that you're just a human. A very murderous human, albeit, but the Fae don't concern themselves with such matters. So you're more or less free to go, as long as says one of the bigger ones grabbing you by the shoulders. You do not let any of these creatures know where we are until we're ready. Yeah, sure, got it. Loud and clear, Hoss. How did you know my name? <laughs> uh, that's, uh, it's a thing we humans can do. We can just sense names. You wouldn't know because you're a fairy, so you don't do it, but we can do it. They snort and kick <laughs> you out of the cave. Very, very nearly straight off the cliff. Oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. Hey, what is this that I'm Get looking at? Get out of here, at? human. Also, not to not to interrupt uh, Jane, but I feel like I might pass her at some point, because I am booking it to where the Fae are. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, and I'm booking it in the opposite direction, so... Yeah. Hi-bye! <laughs> oh, Crow, what's up, BFF? 
Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> Alright, bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, we'll follow. Jane, you're searching for Adrian? Yeah, I gotta find Adrian. Alright, well, Adrian's searching for Jane, so that'll probably resolve itself shortly. Let's get back to Crow very briefly, as you regroup with Afei. Yeah. Do I, you have anything specific you'd like to ask them? Well, I ran up to them, and... <laughs> I still don't know what's happened. I still think that my dick did this. And with that, <laughs> let's get back to Adrian. <laughs> Ichabod, excuse me. Let's get back to the other thing that your dick did something to. <laughs> Ichabod, you're descending down into... Well, it looks like yeah. the galaxy. But as you get down, you realize that it's a lot closer than all that. Uh, the tiny pinpricks of light, as you get closer, they seem to be vibrating in quite a disarming way. Maybe All right, screaming. I'm super out of my depth here. This is not anything Ichabod knows or understands. You essentially wade deeper and deeper into this black pool that you cannot see the bottom of. You cannot see what your feet are resting on. They vanish shortly into the depths of it. Uh, you get down it's, to it's chest very height. Under the you skin. get down. Is that what you're? Oh to god! Shoulder it height. is literally under the skin. I'm fucking you dead. Get down to neck height. You get up to nose height, and then you see something in front of you. Is it? Is it Scarlett Johansson? You see what looks like. Okay. No, you see what looks like your own beloved planet in black and white. And there's an enormous clock superimposed over it. And you sense that this is the being that you've been looking for. He Hello? You hear something that feels like a beautiful trip to a beach. <sighs> okay. The sand on the beach is ice cream being eaten by a child who is soon to die. Oh. The water on the beach is the sky, a beautiful, clear blue sky, impacted by atomic bombs. The blood in your veins is ice, melting, boiling, evaporating, and leaving a desert. There, there are parts of this I could get used to. Uh, this is actually, frankly, tempting for Ichabod right now. <laughs> hmm. Feeling, sensation, existence. <laughs> Forever. No death. Ever. Uh, Ichabod is going to, uh, just say hello. You see skulls, but they're not your own. You know that you're, you'll never be one of them. You're eternal. Uh, they're not. I want to help. I want to preserve this. You see paradise. What does that mean for you? Uh, paradise is... Uh, I mean, it... it starts with yet another flashback to uh, to the day Ichabod died, except this time it went perfectly. Adrian wasn't there, but uh, in his place, Crow is. And uh, 
after clocking out, they, they hold hands and, and walk back toward a house they own rather than renting from uh, the, the bells. Every possible sensation of crow fills your mind. Yeah, that, that. Uh, I'm going to, like, pledge my loyalty to the time being because I want that. The crow in your mind smiles. And then it goes above your nose. And it goes above your eyes. And everything is dark. Here's, here's something... Let's cut to Lucretia. Here's something I'm going to ask. I I want to use the turn something on move. I I want it to like me, not like a, but like I want the t- <laughs> I want the time being to to really believe. Ironicus, what's the maximum roll you could get on that? Uh, fourteen. It would take a score of ten thousand to convince the being to like you. Okay, okay. So there's <laughs> just roll a lot. No, no chance of like. <laughs> getting a string or a promise on the time being none whatsoever the time being is eternal as you soon will be if you obey understood okay you're drowning you black out let's go to lucretia lucretia you're you're locked in a room with a werewolf but that's a lot less scary for you than it would be for somebody else since you both just escaped to prison together yeah i've been here done this tummy rubbed had some mayo um now, Lucretia's super concerned, because A, she's come back to discover that there's a giant time-eating beast, and she doesn't think anyone gets laid when time disappears, so that's bad. But she's That's also correct, Lucretia, says a voice in your mind. Um, Nobody gets laid, and I don't get any souls. Why exactly did I pick out a worthless little thing like you? Oh yes, because the giant time-eating clock was my fault. You could have gotten me plenty before this, but no, you failed at every turn. Please give me a very good reason why I shouldn't incinerate you now. Uh, because I can help stop the big clock mouth? I would appreciate that very much. Why don't you get right on it? I would, but you're being a little bitch in my mind. (laughs) Either it disappeared for now, or you really fucking got him this time. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> werewolf in the room. Hello, Natalie. Uh, yes, Lucretia. What would you like to do? You the room is currently locked. All of your tech savvy friends have already left. What? How is the room locked then? If they left? Oh, it's just locked, like with the door. <laughs> it's like a computer lock. There's like a there's like a Mac in the door, and that's why it's locked. <laughs> you know, locks. Okay, well, I have seen hacking in computer films. Yes, the exact words I was looking for. Computer films. That checks out to me. So I crack my knuckles and I get down to it. Perfect. And okay. if, if I've seen anything, if, well, if I've learned anything from the things I've seen, a second pair of limbs, doesn't have to be hands, can be paws, on the keyboard always helps. All Especially right. when it's on the same keyboard being used to hack okay so we is we have established cold as being the hacking stat or um natalie if you want to get your second pair of paws on that you could just go ahead and roll volatile um sure i would love to do that that seems that sounds like about how this would play out (laughs) you know the scene from lucy where 
Scarlett Johansson is smashing on keys on two separate laptops, but looking very serious yeah. and concerned. Yes, that's Ethel, right? That, there's, ooh, ooh, that's Lucretia right now. But yeah, well, we that's already both determined of us. that Scarlett Johansson is not here. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Okay, Lucretia, oh. go ahead and roll cold for your hacking part of this. Okay. Well, your hacking goes about as well as you would expect from someone who's watched movies of hacking. I know, it's fine. I'm only through the first eight passwords. I know people like <laughs> I've got so many left in the bank. While you're doing that, I Natalie in. successfully punches a hole in the door, but <laughs> the hole is only big enough for Lucretia. I roll my eyes and go back to typing in guest with one finger. Okay. you're ne- Well, you're never getting through. Well, but there is fine. an exit for you right now. But if you do want to stay there, that's fine. I mean, I'm not playing your character. I'm just the dark dude. So, Natalie, you're trapped here, and Lucretia is willfully trapped here. Uh, because of the current um, cosmic interference with both the sun and the moon being in the sky, you're more cognizant than you would be otherwise. Okay. You're a furry right now. <laughs> Oh no, Hell I yes. can like, clamber out through the hole as fast as I can. Just oh, okay. right now. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, you're a fursona right now. Is that better terminology? Um, I feel like I'm really mad, though, still. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. Are, there's no more of those robots around, right? Well, they're in the walls. Okay. And they saw what you did to that door, and they're kind of like, oh, fuck. I, I want to. I want to keep attacking the walls. Nice. Do it. Make another roll to attack the walls. Yes, I would like to do that. <laughs> that's an even worse roll. Oh, there that's we go. pretty bad. Um, <laughs> attacking the walls causes the walls to retaliate and just kind of send their spaghetti arms out and try to tie you up against the walls. Okay. Lucretia, what do you do in this situation? Are you still typing with one finger? Uh, yes, but with the other hand, I nearly said with the other finger, which would make me sound like a human that just had giant fingers sticking out of his eyes. Um, I reach into the wall, and I start pulling out cables. Alright, go. you go ahead and roll Volatile too, because that's just fucking things up. <laughs> How badly can this go? Oh, for... Okay, so the bad news is you're both tied up against the wall. <laughs> but the good news is your synergy just continues to be so excellent. <laughs> Because for listeners at home, they both rolled the same number. Plus, they spent that whole last prison escape sequence. Yes. So, I mean, you're perfectly in sync. You're both tied up, but you're perfectly in sync. I don't know what you can do with that. I'm, you know, if you have a team some, up attack in mind, now's the time. Kind of magical girl transformation. Yeah. Do you wanna? I mean, Natalie basically d- is doing that. <laughs> can we like merge together now? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Lucretia, because Lucretia has devil magic. Oh. Yeah, but turning into combined dog monster isn't... Sure it is. Not that I'm racist against werewolves, but... (laughs) It might be your only hope. I'm changing the stakes to make you have to do it. It'll be our power combined, your incredible devil smarts with my... Because I think it's really funny. Oh, you did not know me at all if you described this as devil smarts. I'll do it, but only if we get to refer to it as devil incompetence. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Okay, let me just try to figure out the best way to do this. Hmm, let me just go to the Monster Hearts chapter about uh, gem fusion. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, it's not here. Okay. Well, first we have to sing a song and do a dance. Yeah, okay, you can do that while I'm thinking about this. Go for it. I start to gyrate against the wall while I'm tied up. <laughs> the dark dude is loving this, though. The dark dude is hating this. What are you talking about? This is... <laughs> Form of Lucretia riding a werewolf. Yeah, yell at each other about how similar you are, and then you'll fuse. Yes. How about how about this just happens, and then every once in a while, you're both going to have to roll to see how well you stay and sync. <laughs> cool. Well, okay. we are going looking at our rolls. We're going to explode apart the first time that happens. Lucretia, the robots don't like you. They're tying you up against the wall enough to restrict airflow and you're starting to black out Jealous of and as you start to skills. black out your eyes start to get kind of reddish and creepy and Natalie notices this and is like oh shit and then Lucretia suddenly reaches out grabs Natalie's arm and this horrible black and red smoke starts filling up the room emanating from Lucretia excuse me yeah you heard me emanating <laughs> and when the smoke clears Okay, so what's the name of your combined form, first off? Oh, uh, the Hacking Werewolf. <laughs> yep, that's it. Alright, hack it. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, the werewolf <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Hacker. Barky. <laughs> oh, my brain is not joining in. Horrible black smoke emanating with red sparks fills the room. When it clears, there are just shreds of robots everywhere in this horrible dark red furred monstrosity standing in the middle of the room. It has four red eyes. It has four arms ending in horrible claws. And it's pissed. Just covered in... No, um... (laughs) (laughs) It's a different game. It's a different game. (laughs) It's covered in hell piss. (laughs) Oh, it also has four horns, because why not? We're going with the theme of four things. So I'll tell you right now, the first thing that this combination does is walk over to the door and just bat it aside. And then it bats aside the wall on the other side, too, for good measure. (laughs) For some reason, I'm imagining the werewolf wearing a one-man band. (laughs) I don't know why! I have no idea where that came from, and I don't have a pog for it, but you're perfectly free to imagine it. It's just with all the horns and the arms, and then there's a drum and a snare. So here's the way this new character is going to work. Um, this is this is both of you having control, obviously, but the dark dude also has a stake in this, and periodically I'll ask you both to roll for control if you disagree on how you should handle a situation, but if you both do really poorly, then dark dude gets to take over. So let's have an example of that. What do each of you want to do? So on the, as I was in the middle of saying earlier, I was concerned about Clockface Man because uh, there ain't no getting laid if time doesn't exist. Yes. Um, but also, if if everyone's playing card games, no one's getting laid then either. So <laughs> Ain't that the truth. I need to... Uh, <laughs> I need to work out whichever faction will stop those either of those winning. Okay, so um, I think your best bet... Bas- you are basically a being of magical power right now, right? 
And the other beings of magical power around here are the Fae. So there are really two options. Either you could ally with them or you could eat them. I was steal their eat power. Them. Oh, well, well, if I can steal their power, then let's go Omnoms. Yeah. So, oh, was that your pl- was that actually your plan, uh, Natalie, <laughs> to eat the Fae? Yeah, I was gonna. I'm an angry person, and okay. I know that crow smells like that jail that I was just in. Oh, and was also hanging out with. Okay, are you gonna follow crow, Crow's trail because it's it's pretty recent? Yeah, it's practically glowing red in front of you. What are you okay, okay, yeah. but first of all, I stop and I rear my huge form and I lift my arms up and I go om noms and then I. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. You're out. The, the trail's clear. You're going to be able to follow it to the Fae, no problem. So this is awkward, Jane, Adrian. You've just met back again, finally, at last. What do you say? Get out of my way, hero. I need to find Adrian. Jane, Jane, it's me. <laughs> at that, a gigantic, horrible, four-armed monster barrels past both of you. Um, um, <laughs> Fuck. Knocks Jane <laughs> knocks Jane down the cliff, hanging on one arm. Jane! And then the horrible werewolf being leaps across the giant gap down to the Bell Mansion, which the trail of the Fae leads to right to. Oh, great. What do you do, Adrian? I go run to get Jane. Jane, no. I, I, it's, Jane, it's me. It's Look, some stuff happened. Roll hot to convince Jane. Look into my eyes. You know it to be true. <laughs> Yeah, whoa, uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's damn. a pretty good roll. So hot, in fact, that you take a string on Jane. Wow, nice. Nice. I, don't I guess that. we forgot to go over those again, but it's fine. Things have been happening apace. If you can, in the session, if you can justify having a string on somebody, that's fine. Okay. You know, Jane. time I pull, is I wacky. I pull Jane up, uh, I pull Jane up off hey, the cliff. What, Adrian, why are you, why are you here, Wagner? What is, what is going Jane. on? I, um, when the time thing it b- burst out of my body, my soul got, like, pushed out, and I just went into the closest body that was there, and it turns out it was this nerd. Why that. is your mom in charge of all the robots? Um, is she? She is. Like, that sounds like a thing she would be. Wait, why, why does that sound like a thing she would be? I mean, like, our family business is just, like, huge. Like, she's basically in charge of, like, everything, I think. Oh my gosh. Well, um, she's in charge of all the robots. So, hey. Also, wait, 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 this. wait. What? Robots. Yeah. What are you talking about? Look, look around. I gesture to everything and all the, like, the arcane golem and the, the oh, cyborg what the? monsters. What? Okay, yeah, this is weird. This is all happening. Okay, what's, I, uh, oh. All right, Jane. Jane, hear me out. Yes. Time has collapsed. We're merging with the future where the Monster Card Monsters Company has taken over the world. Okay. In the future, me, Hero Wagner, and potentially also me, Adrian Steele, are both a big deal in the uh in the Monster Card Monsters hierarchy. Okay. Okay. I'm like a. I'm like a. I'm like I can. I those robots sometimes listen to me. I mean, I made Crow think that they always listen to me, but they. I don't know. Um, so, um, I think that these, uh, these guys have the ability to defeat the time-eating being. Okay, that's probably good. 
that I feel like, you know, I mean, maybe I'm just biased because it stole my body, but I feel like that's what we should be doing. Yeah, I feel like time eating is like, that's no, that's not a good thing. Don't do it. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, oh my gosh, I already forgot. What did your mom tell me to do? So I met with your mom. Um, she's in charge of all the robots. Um, she seems really mean, and that she doesn't love you. I'm really sorry, but um, and <laughs> Jesus she... <laughs> Christ, Adrian. <laughs> sorry, I have to roleplay the the character that I have. <laughs> she um, wanted uh, wanted me to go talk to the Fae on her on her behalf to try to free you, but it looks like you're fine. Um, and um, hmm. Yeah, well, they just kind of let me go. It was weird. Well, um, so the thing is, it seems like, uh, if I, if I, like, like something bad might happen if I bring you back to your mom. I'm just throwing that out there. Wait, why? I, she just seemed, like, not super interested in your well-being. Oh, that's just mom. <laughs> that's just kind of how she is. Oh, so do you, do you want to go, I mean, do you want to go see her? I'm like, yeah, I, w- I would like to see my mom. I haven't okay, seen her looks, for like 10 uh, years. Oh, okay. Well, um, we should probably go do that then. Yeah. Let's go. We go back. Not doing the thing that Nora Pleasant said that we should do, which is talk to the fairies, but that's fine. Whoa. Okay. The, arc- the AR cane golem lets you back in. No problem. I let Jane go first. Oh my god, mom! Hi, it's me. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hello, hello, Hi. Jane. Hello, Jane. I, I I try to hug her, and I assume like yes. somebody pushes me away. Yes, thank you. I am glad that you are alive. She looks irritated. Adrian. Yes. Where are the Fae? They released Jane and disappeared. <sighs> Then I guess you need to go out there and hunt them down yourself, don't you? Do, do you want me to help, Mom? Do you want me? Do you want me to do it too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys, I feel really bad playing a horrible parent. But it's a <laughs> it makes the most sense for the character, but it's tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> um, Come on, we gotta go find the Fae, and I'm gonna impress my mom. It's gonna be great. And now, um, this time, you'll have some help. And the evil-looking, grinning, malicious bunny in a flying saucer floats over the desk and is like, Hey. <laughs> how you little little buddies doing? Need some help? <laughs> oh, man, what was that super violent, cute animal cartoon from, like, ten years ago that was cool on the internet? Happy Salad tree fingers. Friends. I love happy tree fingers. <laughs> God. All right, guys, 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 we gotta find the fae, and I think I know how. Well, okay. lead on. Because they did give me one phone call, so I take out my my fairy, my special fairy phone. You did not get one phone call. Uh, fairies do not obey the laws of she, mankind. She took, she took the thing. She took the the move. Then I'm getting out my regular phone, and I'm going to use the power of my belief in the fact that I get one phone call <laughs> to gaze into well, the abyss and use Beyond the Veil to commune with the oh, fairy. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Anything can happen. Beep, boop, boop, beep. 
Let me just ask you this, and this may even be something unbeknownst to Jane herself. What future self's abilities are you calling upon to contact the Fae? Uh, this isn't really like future self, this is present self. No, I'm telling you, you wouldn't be able to do this if not for the power of a future self who had some kind of close proximity to the Fae. Interesting, okay. Um, so... So which, which Jane of the future is it who knows some stuff about the Fae? So, there was the Jane... It's a, what if it's a Jane who is actually Crow's best friend? <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, there you go. The Jane where, like, Melania killed, um, uh, Adrian, and instead of killing Melania in response, Jane became, like, a fey hunter, because they oh, were damn. also going after Crow. Oh! Okay. So she's basically, like, le- there's another Jane that's just, like, a super expert on fucking killing fairies and just walks around with cold iron shavings in her pocket all day (laughs) okay so jane for a chilling moment you feel like you're wearing all hot black leather again 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 and the voice emanating from your phone sounds like your own now is what you're told confusing and alarming or is it lucid and detailed but leaving you drained what it is is the visions are clear but the fairy king demands a favor of me I, that's not on my gaze into the abyss list. That's on mine. For uh, it's what it's a fae move. Yes, that is the move that I took. I took beyond no, the veil. Fae shit. Okay. So I can call the fairy king. Uh, call the fairy king, and so you you hear what you imagine to be the operator on your magic cell phone is actually yourself from the future telling you how, and everybody else in the room hears you saying, "Hello, operator, please connect me to the fae king," and on the phone it's like your super serious future self telling you exactly how. <laughs> and then you get into contact with the Fae King. The Fae King's like, who is this with telepathy on your cell phone? So you're like, oh, this is a normal phone call. That's cool. Hey, what's up, uh, Fairy King? This is, uh, my name's Jane. I was a prisoner. <laughs> I'm calling to discuss the legal ramifications of that. And so I'd like to meet with you, you know, in person, because that I believe is the, I, I'm allowed to plea for, uh, for clemency from you specifically. So like, where are you at right now? This is as close to me as you will come, child, because in this state of compressed time, I have died. Okay, so like, where's the rest oh, that's of the bad. fairies? Like, the rest of the fairies? With somebody. The, rest, the rest of the fairies lie across the great split in the universe in the home of the Bells, their old allies. Alright, so that's probably... And in exchange for this information, you will do me a favor. I, what are we talking here? You will help the Fae in getting rid of this being from beyond time. You will restore the world as to what it should be. You will help them save everyone. You know, I think I can do that. Yeah. Including <laughs> your little friends standing next to you. Whose ass you want. <laughs> well, I mean... Wow. I think it's the really line goes funny, dead. but I don't think I'd go that far. The line goes dead before you can... Sorry. The bunny doesn't seem to have an ass. It's just kind of seated in the UFO. It's like, hey, stop talking about my ass. <laughs> son of a bitch. Rude. All right, so... Now the super team of Jane Pleasance and Adrian, as well as the combined super being of Natalie and Lucretia, know where the Fae are. They're over in the caravan. Meanwhile, <laughs> Ichabod, you're drowning. Then you wake up on the cliffside. 
Yeah, yeah, Ichabod, uh, he's got time for a side quest. So uh, Ichabod's going to show up just strapped to Bell Mansion. Because... <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, yeah. Enough people are heading in the direction of Bell Mansion that Ichabod like, is kind of like, yeah, they're all I mean, if there. he can okay. sow discord between whoever needs to sow discord between, that's great. And if it involves spilling Bell blood, hell yes. <laughs> I mean, this is all coming up aces for Ichabod, really, in terms of turning into a villain. Yeah, I'm having a bad time. Meanwhile, yeah. yeah, I was about to ask how things are going with the Fae. They, <laughs> where is Crow in all this? Crow is with the. With I'm with the Fae. I'm. And where my fae, guys are? Yeah, the Fae regrouped and kind of dragged you along. They're like, okay, we know that in this time at this place, we had allies here, and they take you across okay. the Bell Mansion. Yeah. So, Crow, this is kind of your chance to learn some actual Fae history that everyone assumes you know, but you definitely don't. Mm. Because you're a fucking fake gamer. Look. <laughs> it's fine. Fake gamer fay. Fake gamer fay. Fake fay. <laughs> fake gamer <laughs> gay boy. Yeah, that. Okay. I'm glad that's settled. Yeah. So, Bell Mansion. There are various bells around here. There's Mariana Bell, who is the current matriarch of the clan. There's Ludmilla Bell, her sister. There's Gregor's Bell, Mariana's son. And there's Samuel Bell, Mariana's husband. And then there's this little kid that everybody just keeps calling Tinny. (laughs) And you assume that's just like, oh, it's just, you know, somebody's kid. Too young to really know what's going on, playing with blocks. So yeah, in between the Fae and the Bells having their like weird conference to figure out what would be the proper spell to return everything to its rightful order, you can probably kind of sneak around and glean hints of things from people. Yeah. There's also this other weird guy in the room who's just kind of fuming. Oh. Fumigating. He works as an... Uh, <laughs> he's an exterminator? No, just kidding. <laughs> God. <laughs> he's dressed in servant garb, though. Yeah. So... I'm guessing that um, from the way that we're all still like speaking and, and stuff, that Scarlett Johansson has not currently arrived yeah, on this the is, scene. This is a bit of a flashback. There has not yet been a gigantic, literal Scarlet werewolf bursting through the walls. Okay, cool. Just just wanted to make yeah, sure. You, you, have a little, you have a little bit of time. We're flashing back a little bit to about when Ichabod was communing with the being. Okay. Yeah, I want, yeah I'm going to... I just want to be helpful because I really want that time thing to to not be this way, and I also want the shitty card monsters future to not be that way. Like this. fair, fair. <laughs> so, Crow, you do realize that um, the the phase plan as it is is not only to solve things, but to uh, solve things. They plan to kill. They find to find and kill young Adrian Steele in this timeline to prevent the stench of monsters from ever approaching this place. Okay, see, Adrian is kind of a dick, so yeah, I'm okay fine. with that. Cool, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've established this. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're all good on that front. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so cool. Uh, do you have any other questions about, like, whoa, how the hell did the Bells and the Fae ever even get together anyway? Yeah! I was wondering about that. Yeah. And to, did- answer that, to answer that question, I'm going to need a little more information from 
Your favorite Belle and mine, Natalie. Natalie, who turned you into a werewolf? Um, the moon did? <laughs> well, in the more immediate sense. Um, no, that was her origin story, that she just, like, went outside one day, and she was... Oh, okay. Yeah. So, the be- the the... Whoa. The alliance, excuse me, I don't know where all my words went there. The alliance between the Bells and the Fae was originally founded upon the Fae thinking that they had helped the Bells remove themselves of the millennia-old curse of werewolves. But, as it would turn out in the future, it kind of stuck around for Natalie, huh? It sure did. Well, that's a shame. So, Crow, you know that now. You know where this alliance came from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think she goes by Natalie Brown because they were like, oh, they we're s- going to. Sh- should I talk about this or not? <laughs> no, go for it. Yeah. Um, they were like, oh, we don't want you associated with us anymore in case you kill someone. But we're going to like have you go to the school. So like if you do kill someone, we can kind of sweep it under the rug. <laughs> yeah. So. By the time you go to the school, actually, the Bell Manor is gone and the Bells are not in this town anymore. So, they are kind of sending you to a place where they know that there's Faye watching over you, but they don't have to watch over you themselves. They're right, just like, well, exactly. dust in our hands of this one. I'm like weirdly half-owned. Yeah. So, it's going fine. I'm a giant werewolf monster. It's okay. <laughs> so, there are a few questions in the chat. One, For one, if it, I thought if Faye win, then Ichabod still gets to be alive, but the two never meet. That's what the Fae think? They Their knowledge is the same as Ichabod's knowledge under the theory that Adrian caused the fire? Ah. Uh. Mm. Uh. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Well. Do you have any other questions, or is it time for a werewolf to break everything? Ah, uh, fuck it. <laughs> break uh. in. Come on. <laughs> Ka- kaboom. So the werewolf arrives first. The werewolf's plan, let me remind everybody, is currently to eat the Fae (laughs) and gain their magic powers and take care of this whole situation for themselves. Uh, that's the plan. Natalie's future past knowledge grants you uh, awareness of of who all these bells are. Yeah, this is weird. It's like a family reunion, but I'm like mad and... There's one person here who's... They're kind of itching your brain in just, like, the right spot, you know? Why don't you go ahead and roll... Let's see, what's a good remember... Well, yeah, gaze into the abyss. Go ahead and roll dark to remember something that you're trying your hardest to remember. That's a six on a minus one. Wow. Yikes. (laughs) You done beefed it. Okay, let's see. (laughs) Well, the, the... The Natalie part of this werewolf is currently out of commission, leaving it all down to Lucretia and the dark dude. Because, Natalie, you're kind of like... In fact, I'm going to put your pog back over here, because you're kind of like astral projecting into the past of your memories of Bell Mansion at the moment. It's just what I would be doing. So you're seeing, like, other copies of these people go about their normal day-to-day lives as they were, and not as they were with the time compression? You are in... It's sepia-toned, is what I should say. That's all I needed to say. It's sepia-toned. 
So yeah, that's, that's that's where you're at. Maybe you'll be able to discover some more hidden knowledge in the past. Meanwhile, everybody is very surprised by the appearance <laughs> of the demon werewolf, as you might expect. Yeah. The Fae are going to set up a defensive perimeter around the bells because they know how to do this, of course. They're a little weirded out that Crow doesn't seem to know how to do it immediately. Uh, I am I am leaving. Oh, you're leaving? Okay. Yes. Um, I am running away. Very... There's... Go ahead and roll. Run away. Which I is have a, I'm actually going to use a move. Oh, that's even better. Um, so it's the move guide, um, which is... I can... I'm, I'm assuming I can just use it on me. Because it's it says like if you spend a string on someone willing, you can bring them across the veil into the fairy court. But I'm assuming I can just go yeah, if go it's for me. It. Um, so I'm just gonna pop across there. The downside uh, is that the Fey are not distracted from this. Like if you had tried to run away physically, they might be. But when you freaking use a Fey doorway, all the Fey are gonna know about it. So they know that you ran away, and they're very curious about that. But you do manage to do it. Yeah, it's a nice instant thing. <laughs> up in the Fey world, what what do you remember the Fey world being like, Crow? Um, everything is so flowery. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's obnoxious. It's obnoxiously flowery, or at least you remember it being that way. Um, yeah. When you get there, it's ash. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Kind of preferred the flowers. <laughs> there are still some fires smoldering about. This is bad. You can see in the distance something that looks like a wooden dormitory burning. This is bad. There's a shape standing in front of the burning dormitory. You can't tell if it's a bell. You can't tell if it's Adrian. You can't even tell if it's Ichabod himself. Can I move towards it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You walk towards it as if in a dream. And you get closer and closer, and it doesn't seem to turn around. Features do not become any more distinct, blurred as they are by the fiery backdrop. Can I... I want to touch it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. You touch it. And it spins around. And it is indeed Mariana Bell. Oh. It, that... Huh. Mariana Bell burned down the dormitory. Echoes of this event have not only been bent through space and time, but through dimensions as well. And this one has ended up in the Feywild. And this horrible event has even destroyed the Feywild as you knew it. This is a revelation. This is very interesting. (laughs) This is very interesting. You might ask yourself, why? Yes. Go ahead and roll Gaze into the Abyss in order to ask yourself why. (laughs) Damn! Out of 12, okay. Uh, Fucking, you know everything. (laughs) You choose two. Actually, you don't have a condition on you, so we'll just go with the first two. The visions are lucid and detailed. The visions show you what you must do. Carry one forward to do it. So when you roll in a way related to this vision, you'll get a plus one to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So lucid and detailed vision. You are able to forcefully alter time around you since Fey have a little bit of control over the Feywild and that grants you a little bit of control even over this altered version of the Feywild and you rewind it a little bit and you follow Mariana Bell in a hushed meeting with the other Bells a fearful meeting as they discuss what the vampire has done 
and they try to decide what to do about it. And eventually they decide on the only thing that they can do, and none of them are happy about it. All of them are doing pentient motions, signs of the cross, anything like that. Mariana Bell is sent to burn the dormitories to the ground, while while the other bells stay behind to burn their own manor to the ground after what the vampire has done. So, you now know that the bells did indeed burn the dormitory to the ground, but they did it in fear of the vampire. Mm. But since you got since you rolled so dang good, <laughs> they never name the vampire. They never say Adrian the vampire. They never describe the vampire as a teen. Adrian yeah. just a vampire. The vampire. Hmm? Adrian didn't become a vampire until after Ichabod died. That's it's correct. Because, yeah. How interesting. It's my, it's my vampire dad or mom. <laughs> yes. And you return to the present. The burning Feywild is too unstable to keep you there for long. But you yeah. are able to go anywhere on this map you want to. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna pop outside of the mansion real quick. Okay, you're singed. Ichabod yeah. isn't here yet, but you do see uh, Hero and Jane about to knock on the door. Do not go in there! <laughs> what? Oh! Um, Just oh, as you say that, up. there are some yells and roars. It's very oh, dramatic. <laughs> so, like, what's going on in there? I don't know what that thing is, but it just came in and started fucking up everybody's shit. Wait, so, like, it's fucking up, like, fairy shit? Yeah, like, it's, it, yeah, it's huge. And it has, like, four arms, at least. Is it from the time being? I don't know. It's it's furry and mad. That sounds like Natalie. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. Okay. She was the girl is who, Natalie like, threw a door at me. Sure. I don't know. Does Natalie have four arms? Mm, not that I remember. Okay, well, either, like, please. <laughs> alright, alright. Okay, crow, crow. Crow. Yes. Look at me. Yes. Look, yes. Look your friendship bracelet. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm here. Okay. Get through this. Okay. All right. Cool. I've got a plan. It, okay. I need you guys to follow me and watch me for the changes. Okay. D- Wait. What? I'm, I'm going to open the door and start start going into the mansion. This seems like a bad idea. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh, where's, the, where's the bunny? Oh yeah, the bunny's followed behind. The bunny's like, hey, what the fuck? What you doing? What's going on? Where are the Fae? Are they dying in there? Cool. Not no. Sure. <laughs> Did you? Can you like run your your robot bunny scanners on whatever's in this building? Yeah, I mean, I guess whatever. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Calculating, calculating. Na 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 na. It's like five Fae, five humans, giant werewolf, one devil. Uh, wh- while the the bunny is uh. Just listing off all these things, interrupted by a shot, the sound of a shotgun blast coming from inside the mansion. Oh, one more and human, and uh, they have a shotgun. Um, let's see, I don't know, vampire. Sounds, sounds a lot like um, uh, like Natalie and Lucretia and potentially Ichabod are in there. <laughs> to me, I mean, in my expert opinion. If you'll let me finish, I said, and vampire, and let's see, I think I mentioned the devil already. And, uh, yeah, I think that's everybody. Wait, oh, vampire? Yeah. And some kid. Wait, yeah, there's a vampire, vampire in there? Whoa. Wait, that's not... Whoa. Was that me? I mean, the other one. The other me. 
No, he wouldn't be a vampire anymore. No, that's... This, okay, we should... Uh, I just ran away oh. from there, and now I have to go back in! <laughs> oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. My mistake. Two oh. vampires. Oh! Okay, we should... Uh. Hmm. I'm not happy about this, but I'm going back into the place I just fucking ran away from. Please so I guess do. I have to try to be a hero. Listen to me. <laughs> it's not, it's not All hard. Right. A second shot uh, is heard, and you can see a window explode facing you. I'm, I'm going to put a hand on Crow's shoulder and look into Crow's eyes and just go, Crow, if anybody could pick up the Keyblade, they would. But sometimes <gasps> we need a special hero to help us. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm so emotionally affected by this. Bonnie is extremely unamused. <laughs> what are you playing that shit for? <laughs> alright, alright, we're going. Well, I'm not by. The bunny leaves. Like, I'm okay. trying for. We'll All figure right. out a new plan. Bye. Uh, I'm here to blast away every last bell and every last bloodsucker. And uh, what's with all these fey? Wait a minute. All of you are in here now. Cool. Ichabod, who were you aiming at? Uh, one was a warning shot into the sky before I made that statement. <laughs> and now I've noticed that, wait, I wasn't looking for the fey, but I found them. Yeah. Oh, dear. This got complicated. Ethel, what was it you wanted to yell? Uh, I wanted to... I'm very sorry if uh, my other half did not want the werewolf monster to be a complete idiot, but that's what I'm going for. (laughs) And I look at the assembled creatures, elves and uh, the smelly one we followed here, and I yell, I'm sorry, must eat you so sexy exist! And then I start to lumber towards them. (laughs) Okay, great. Must eat you, so sex exists. Fantastic. So before we get into this big, messy scene, let's just cut back to Natalie for one more brief moment. Yes. Natalie, go ahead and roll dark for me one more time. One more roll, gaze into the abyss. One last chance. Well, sure. Okay. The visions are confusing and alarming, or the visions are lucid and detailed, but they leave you drained. Please choose one. Oh, um... I'm going to go with lucid and alarming. Perfect. So first off, we're going to give you the deranged condition. And that's going to be a little... uh, Let's say it's the little dude with arrows in his back icon. That's pretty good. Okay. You have visions of the past. Visions specifically of one point in the past where that little kid that you saw in the other room is playing in the center of the room with some blocks while some of the bells are talking with uh, somebody, wow, a social worker at the door, just like finalizing some adoption papers, which is very nice of them. And do you remember this kid? There's a, he's like the one that everybody always called Tinny, and they wrote Tinny in all of, the, all of the photo albums that you used to look through before, you know, you were disowned and you hated the bells after that. And, you know, Tinny was just like a cute nickname, because, you know, it's like a metal... And his last name was a medal. <gasps> you have just remembered the Bell's young ward, Adrian Steele. <gasps> ah, blah. And with that, you pop in- back into the body of Scarlett Johansson. My the very horrible own friend of me. <laughs> very young. You pop back into the body just in time to see that mysterious unassuming man digging his vampire fangs into the neck of young Adrian Steele, a.k.a. Tinny. (gasps) And then, Ichabod notices this too. Ichabod, 
You look up at this tall, imposing figure wearing a workman's garb, and you say, Dad? <laughs> I, 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 sh- I sure do. <laughs> Ichabod, what's your dad's name? <laughs> You're going to demand I tell you the name of my dad. Yep. Uh, so bad at names. Uh, his name is Lawrence. His, his name is Lawrence. And Lawrence drops Tinny to the ground. Drops an unconscious Tinny to the ground, importantly. Adrian, you feel a little uncomfortable at this and your neck aches, but you're not sure why. And Lawrence is like, oh, wiping his mouth of blood. Hello, Ichabod. Did you finish your work early? Uh, no, it's just beginning. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Holy shit. (laughs) Fuck. All right. uh, Does Ichabod put his sunglasses on before or after he says that? (laughs) It's time to lash out physically with my shotgun here. And uh, you know what? I'm going to let fate up to be be up to the the die. So first, here's a roll for who he's going to attack. Okay. It's Pops. Okay. All right, Pops. (laughs) Oh, uh, that's a 12. Oh my god! <laughs> Alright. What did you attack him with? Oh, uh, that's a shotgun to the chest. Alright, you shotgun Lawrence right in the chest, blasting him back through the window into the vestibule of the mansion. Down a flight of stairs. Because that's more dramatic. Uh, to, to be clear, that's, um... I think that's three harm, at least. Ding dang. Lawrence looks grievously injured. Do I, well, shortly uh, before he rolls down a staircase, anyway. Do I get mm-hmm. to recognize myself? It's it's the weirdest thing. You recognize that kid, and then it's like his neck's bleeding, and your neck's hurting, even though you're not in that body anymore. And then you're like, oh, wait, I'm not in that body anymore. And suddenly it all clicks for you. That's why when the past and future combined, you didn't combine into this little kid's body and remember that. You were in the wrong dang body for it. I run over. Can I run over to to Tinny? Yes. I run, you over, run over to, to Tinny. Tinny. Your favorite nickname that always made you laugh as a kid. Oh, I try to help him. I try to save him. You can hold steady. I'm gonna say yeah. hold steady. Hold steady. I don't oh. hold steady. I can't save him. You're panicking. I, I actually was gonna have this rule for both you and Tinny since you're the same person. <laughs> You're panicking. Neither of you hold steady. Adrian, the elder, is just losing it a little bit. Adrian, the younger, is unconscious. Skin going pale. That familiar No, no it can't. Not again. It can't happen again. It's happening again. What do you do? Um, I think I... I think I'm gonna fight Lawrence? I think I'm going to fight Lawrence for the final blow. All right, Ichabod. You recognize Adrian. You remember all that happened. You were fucking... You know that that's fucking Adrian. And you you know fucking Adrian was standing above you when you died. But wait, if Adrian was this kid... Wait, hang on. Things are getting a little confusing here. Things are getting a little confusing, but there's a whole lot of bells to shoot. That's true. 
things don't have to be confusing if they're eternal for all of time, like, and there are lots of bells to shoot. I'm just saying that uh, I have time to figure that out later. I have time to kill uh, Scarlett Johansson right now. And you do still have one more shell in your shotgun after firing twice, reloading, and then shooting Lawrence. Okay. Uh, here's what's going to happen. Ichabod is going to uh, uh, sling that over his back and then with his silver-edged sword that he got out of his ridiculously stocked armor run up to Scarlett Johansson put a blade on their throat and then say uh I have every right to kill you and every ability but I think I might need your help today oh now for one thing, this is triggering the the uh, chosen's mercy move, and I'm going to take a string. I think I get a string on both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Lucretia and uh, Natalie. Yeah, I mean they're both in there. It's their throat. Uh, so instead, I'm going to turn to this surprising assemblage of Fay and say that uh, what you need to do is uh, we, we need to find a way to get rid of the time being, and I think I have an in. I want to use the to-the-books move. Who yeah. who here uh, is struggling against the unbeatable foe of the time being? Uh, pretty much everybody. Everyone? Okay, <laughs> then I get to roll plus that number on this. Okay, hang on. Uh, <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. It says you can turn to your friends, so I, I'm frankly... Ooh, that's a much more interesting question. <laughs> so that's one, I think? That is none of the bells, none of the fae. It's me. It was one fae. <laughs> okay, one of the fae, so that's one. All right. The shittiest Fae. But uh, before this, I suppose it would be better to try to win over the Fae, which would itself be a roll. Yeah, go for it. All right, this is a roll plus hot to uh, try to tell, con- convince them of uh, the connections I have with the time being and the, the things I know and that I can definitely be trusted. Well, I mean, look, I just killed a vampire who was my pop-pop. Uh, <laughs> So that that's an eleven on. Uh, oh again, my god! I guess god. I'm using turn someone on, but in a not. All right, you have a heartfelt speech. Way. Yeah, you extend your hand to all the fae and all the bells, or was it just one of them, or did were you doing all of them? I ju- definitely the fae, because what are the okay? Bells you're still do? a little undecided on the bells at the moment, because they definitely <laughs> burned you to the ground. You give a long heartfelt speech, and they're convinced. Okay, that's the essence of what happens. Mm-hmm. And then you extend your hand to them, and just as one of them, Dathan Timur, the nearest, is about to shake your hand, a black blade extends through Ichabod's chest. <gasps> no! And melting in from the shadows behind you is Ichabod's, or excuse me, Adrian's body, still leaking that horrible black slime and saying, Fucking traitor. So go, no. go ahead and take one harm right off the bat just for being a traitor. Oh yeah, for sure. And when... Let me just go ahead and close this little plot hole. When Adrian, quote-unquote, Adrian pulls the blade out of your body and you fall to the ground, you are in the exact positions that has haunted you for all of your life, remembering Adrian looking down at you. (laughs) 
Time is. <laughs> time is weird. Life is strange. <laughs> what do you all do? I'm running to help the the boy, the ghost. Well, the not ghost anymore. Well, all right, boy. help your help oh, your Ichabod boyfriend. Yeah, never mind. Never mind this jerk. I, it's time for me to get my body back. Oh boy. It's time to, to duel. duel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so, Adrian, as you get close to your body, mm-hmm. the blade extending from its arm, as his mouth twists into that same rictus smile mocking you, that blade twists into a fucking dual disc. <laughs> Good! My dual disc also appears on my arm ow, as ow, I summon ow, the power ow, of my Millennium ow. Rod! <laughs> no, it, they already pulled it oh, out of you, Ichabod. Thank well, God. Yeah. It didn't, like, t- blend you into pieces. That would be a little more than a uh, little harm, huh? Okay. It's time to duel. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to go back to our old, reliable dueling rules. You can duel with any stat you want. Go ahead, Adrian. Duel with any stat you want. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to use hot, uh, also because my alter ego ability uh, allows me to roll with hot instead of volatile for any conflict. Um, Holy cow, look at you. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, and roll with hot. And also, like, the like uh, robots appear from somewhere and uh, set up from the, your cards. Uh, the dueling... Uh, the, the dueling arena, and we're both on they these pillars. This entire wing of the mansion, yes. Yeah, it just destroys <laughs> the entire room, and like that's what's yeah, that's what's in here. All right, roll your best. Okay, this is to take my body back. All <laughs> right, Perfect maximum roll. possible. Holy shit! All right, now we have to go through this a little bit turn by turn because otherwise yeah. it's a little too easy, though. So, for the first half of the duel. Your evil Adrian, as you might expect, is copying you move for move. Mm-hmm. And at first, this is very stressful to you, the hero, and for quite a few commercial breaks, you are just trying to deal <laughs> with an exact copy of your strategy. Before you realize that if you can draw just the right cards at just the right time, you can set up a false strategy that is very easy to take down. So you do! It's very amazing. Everybody is extremely impressed that you managed to draw the right card. Ichabod is being nursed back to health by Crow in the background this whole time. (laughs) Then Adrian switches his strategy up, or the evil Adrian, I should say. It starts using cards that are deliberately evil duplicates of yours. Mm -hmm. And effects that are deliberately overpowering yours. It's like, playtime's over, says evil Adrian. (laughs) God. Using yeah, all those evil Adrian nasty, and eviler Adrian. Yeah, all those nasty ass cards that everybody's sick and tired of that are like the purple color scheme, red eyes, all that junk. Mm-hmm. And once again, starts overpowering you. Oh Things no. are looking bleak. Well, there are black blades emanating from goo all around you, with Ad- the eviler Adrian promising to impale you and get rid of you once and for all. What's the card you draw next? Hmm. I'll have to trust. In the heart of the cards and re-roll that attempt. No, I mean, no, you don't have to roll. We are already using your fourteen. Just tell oh, me okay. what card you draw. All right. I mean, I'm not cool. Um, well, I would say um, that I. Um, <clears throat> I would say that I. Uh, Actually, I wait. Play... Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. 
before you before you reveal what you draw. You just drew it, and the footage repeated three times as you drew it. And mm-hmm. now we're going to flash around the room and see what every, all the other PCs have to say about this battle so far. <laughs> Jane, how do you feel about this battle? Alright, so... I'm watching this. Obviously, I, I know who I'm rooting for, which is which is the hero Adrian Wagner, Steel. Well, yeah. But uh, Jane has done something peculiar, which is that she has slipped out a deck of like actual cards... And is just kind of idly shuffling them. Physical games? Yeah. What? I guess we'll get back to that a little later. Mm-hmm. Ichabod, how are you feeling about this as you're being nursed back to health by Crow? Ichabod has not uh, paid a single bit of attention to the card game and instead has never broken eye contact with Crow. He, oh, what he, the fuck? He loves him. <laughs> oh. Having feelings. I guess that answers it for Crow too, huh? Yeah. Oh. Oh. So no help from them, Adrian. <laughs> I didn't How about this fucking monster that's intent on eating everybody? How is it reacting to this card game? <laughs> yeah. Are you just eating Faye while we're doing this? Like they're distracted and you're just no. like scooping them up? That's a great Fuck. question, actually. I kind of thought we'd have still been pissed at Ichabod for like doing the whole knife slitty attempt interesting <laughs> slitty, not knife slitty oh god okay. we'll deal with that a little bit more right after this then okay Adrian it's time to reveal the card you drew alright well I draw my favorite card the uh, champion paper pusher accountant and with my catapult turtle I launch my paper pushing accountant champion toward your castle thereby shattering its flotation ring and causing it to collapse on top of your monster how could you sacrifice your favorite monster you're no different than I am says Adrian as the black goop melts out of its eyeballs how do you respond to allegations that you're no different than he is um uh, I am different than you, though. I trust... I, I have the heart of the cards behind me. No. <laughs> what the fuck ever? <laughs> the black goop melts and evaporates. Your body is pristine, lying on the other side of the arena. Do you take it back? Um, Yeah. Wait, All what's right. happened to Hero? Is Hero here with me? Like, Hero's can I dead. Yeah, he's dead. So, bye. Unless... Wait, oh, okay. is he there? I mean, is he there? Maybe what? if you expended all your effort and your belief in the heart of the cards and true friendship, which you've learned about not being a dick to people and being a good guy instead, or maybe you could just get into your own body. What? I, I, I think choice. I'm still a dick. No, oh, okay. is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. No character development. Uh, Hero Wagner's body is dumped into the pit. No. <laughs> Oh, well. Bye. I guess it couldn't be helped. <laughs> I already did this once. I mean, it's probably it's probably better this way. From the shadows, Lawrence, the arch-vampire, smiles at your actions. You're not my real dad. <laughs> Let's go back into the main room. Scarlett Johansson is fighting off the Fae. How's that going? What is happening here? Are you still trying to kill Ichabod, or are you trying to kill the Fae? What's your goal here, the two of you? <laughs> Did what? Did anyone have a response to my declaration of intent that must eat you so sex exist? 
Um, the Fae were very confused, but overall their reaction would, is much the same as if you just said, must eat you. Like, your reasoning behind it does not convince them, if that's what you're asking. Well, None of them are willing to sacrifice like... themselves so that teens can have sex. No, but would they be like, maybe there's another way, or why does us die? No, they're like... pretty intent on just killing no. you. They're like, oh, <laughs> well, this is a creepy monster. Well, so how are you going to fight the Fae is what it's all going to come down to. God. As long as Allie's on board with it, too. As long as both halves of your head. Yeah. What are you going to fight him with? Eating sounds volatile, but... That sounds pretty volatile. It sounds kind of dark. Mm. Let's go with volatile. Let's have the both of you roll some volatility. Okay. Let's roll my shittiest stat. We're going to simplify this fight down to the results of these two rolls. Oh, well. Oh, wow. <laughs> Allie has rolled very well. No. Yes! Oh, perfect synergy. <laughs> oh no! You tell me what happens in this battle. I want to eat him. Yep. Okay. Werewolf is eating Faye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm full. You're full. Your magic power is at its maximum. Yeah. Uh, Allie, what are you wanting to eat? Um, I do remember a dude who tried to stab us. <laughs> I do, and yeah, I think that. In my anger, um, I attack Ichabod too. Yeah. Oh, damn it. But hurting someone I care about. Oh no. Makes me detransform. Oh no! The transformation is destabilizing, even as you. So here's what happens. Mm -hmm. Once you're done eating all the fey in a gruesome fucking bloodbath. <laughs> I still, I still have enough sense about me to uh, shuffle about in my bag and pull out some condiments for like flavoring Fay. Oh, that's Ooh. that's so much worse. <laughs> As this monstrous werewolf is stomping towards Ichabod, its form is wavering, and before it gets halfway, it falls over and is trying to crawl towards Ichabod to murder him. It's not quite there. When it gets three quarters of the way towards Ichabod, it falls apart completely into two distinct beings. One Natalie Brown, who is still crawling towards Ichabod. One Lucretia, who... I don't know what you're going to do, Lucretia. What do you care about Ichabod? Do you want to go and kill him too, or what? Oh yeah, I'm pretty pissed. I mean, okay. his version of asking for help was, I could kill you, but please help me. And, uh, no thanks. I'm cool. still so, going to try and eat his leg. So Lucretia, after the transformation falls apart, just kind of gets right to her feet and runs at you with a fucking knife. Uh, what, Natalie, what do you do when the transformation falls apart? Um, I'm really overwhelmed by a lot of things. <laughs> um, are there any Adrians that are still in the room? Yes, there is Tinny, the small Adrian. Okay. <sighs> the Adrian who has not yet become the douchebag. Am I, am, I gonna, am I gonna combine with him? Like, is, is that now that I'm back? That's actually an excellent point, and yes. <laughs> Natalie, before your very eyes, Tinny and Adrian are combined. I have all the memories. You recalled the childlike wonder. Th these are very different circumstances of your becoming a vampire. With Lawrence still lurking in the background, what happened originally was Lawrence raised you as his own evil son, and kind of instilled a sense of horribleness into you. Shocking. Like, by force. I don't know, Lestat didn't have a dad. Well, no, no, Lestat had a shitty dad. You're right. No, this checks out. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, it's actually. 
That's fine. But yeah, you're not quite as much of a douchebag as you were before. You're you're filled with the potential of your child childhood. Wow. So that's cool. So you huh. kind of regret killing Hero a little bit more now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Natalie, that happens. Uh, that you see, happen. you see Adrian, your old frenemy, but there's a light of something more in his eyes. So yeah, what are you gonna do to Ichabod? Fuck him up. I wait. <laughs> I, I I would like to I want to protect him, please. <laughs> so can I just like cover his body with mine? Yes, exactly, <laughs> Natalie. Yeah. How do you feel about this? I am incredibly hurt by this vision of a love that I could never have. Oh, don't turn this I on really, me. <laughs> I really thought Ichabod was going to be someone who could understand me because they didn't smell like anything. So I wasn't threatened by him. And now, now he smells like sandalwood and musk. Right! <laughs> he smells like a person. And also tried to kill me. <laughs> I think left over from my werewolf form, I think I'm gonna lash out. In... Alright. agony. <laughs> uh, I'm going to spend a string to force you to hold steady first. <laughs> Oh, you do nice. that. That's so a good call. Cold. Roll cold, roll cold. Okay. Poorly, I hope. It's pretty cold. That's okay. Not bad. So, you can either choose a special bonus from the 10 plus, or, and also gain the condition terrified, or you can just be cool. And the bonuses are ask the MC a question, remove a condition, or carry one forward. Um, I think I'm going to carry one forward and take terrified. All right, you're terrified, and you carry one forward. You are not doing well. I'm not doing well at all. But, but you're actually better at hitting me, so there we go. <laughs> yeah, lash out physically with a plus one. Oh, God. This is going to suck. <laughs> this is gonna... Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh my crow. God. All right, Crow, you were covering for Ichabod, you said? Yeah. All right, first off, you take one harm right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie, choose one of the following options. Add another harm, take a string on them, and that can be Ichabod or Crow in this situation. Or or they must hold steady before they can retaliate. I think it's because I'm attacking in my like human form and I'm probably not like as threatening as a werewolf, I'm gonna take a string. Alright. Ichabod or Crow? Ichabod. Alrighty. Taking a string on Ichabod for the torment of the situation. Yeah. But he's this... realized how he's hurt me. <laughs> yes. I like it. Ichabod, you see the hurt in Natalie's eyes. You see what you've done. What do you do? Okay, I'm going to shakily stand up, holding uh, my, my stab wound uh, in, in one hand, and uh, like picking my sword up after using it to climb up in the other and pointing it. And I'm going to say, uh, Natalie Bell, we can kill each other tomorrow, but first we have to make sure there is one. We can apologize later, but later doesn't exist. Lawrence crap. Oh, Lawrence crap sarcastically. No. 
Lawrence claps sarcastically as he enters the room again. Can Ichabod roll to turn me on to see how convinced I am by that? Yeah. <sighs> okay. You're, you're not particularly uh, convinced. Holy <laughs> howdy, why did I like you? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm like, wait, you're actually, like, deeply uncool. <laughs> Why just... am I upset? Ah, oh, finally. All right, Natalie, you feel much better. <laughs> All right, Jane, to answer your question about whether or not you can do something to Lawrence, um, we are approaching the end of our time frame. So I'm going to describe the situation as it stands to you. And then you are all going to tell me one last thing that you do and make a roll. And then I'm going to tell you how things end out. Lawrence enters the room clapping sarcastically, just as Nora Pleasance does the same with a whole battalion of monster card monsters, um, seeming to have decided that, well, if force is going to win the day, then force it is. Uh, meanwhile, the ground is shaking, and things are starting to feel a little strange in the sense that the time meter is starting to finish up. The Fae are gone, eaten by a magical being that is now well, melted back into two beings. So, Natalie and Lucretia, you are both extremely magically powered up in your act of horrible cannibalism. <laughs> and the bells are shaken. Adrian, you have childlike wonder back in your life. So, if nothing is done, you will be to torn to pieces by a vampire or robots as time is destroyed forever. And then you will be stuck that way forever, which is not very nice. So, everyone, what will you do? Okay, we'll start with Jane. Jane, what would you like to do in this situation? I am going to challenge Lawrence to a card battle for Adrian Steele. Oh, wow, okay. Adrian, what you gonna do in this situation? You know, ever since we were told by Nora Pleasance to go and, uh, you know, do some espionage, Adrian's been been thinking, you know, how how can how can I get it so that I'm in in charge of of monster card monsters with my with my past and future selves collapsed, and um, and I think Adrian's gonna call upon the future uh, version of himself who. Uh, who became, uh, a, a, you know, an immortal master of monster card monsters. Sure, and, sure. Um, and uh, rose to prominence in the monster card monster corporation. So as I mentioned earlier, would you like to use that for an automatic win with a currently unknown consequence? Yes. I want to use okay. it to, uh, to do a hostile takeover. Um and potentially potentially kill Nora Pleasance, or or just you know use my future assets to to own the company. Excellent. Okay. Ichabod. Okay. Ichabod has his eyes on the prize. The time being for any of this to mean anything, the time being has to be cast away. So it is time for that uh, uh, hit the books roll to to figure out. What is up? So again, right. with, with everything that's happened in the last like five minutes, after like winning the phase uh, uh, support and then watching them be eaten, etc., who is down that with is that? 
Great, great Show question. Um, well, I mean, we we already know that Lucretia is pretty intent on killing you still. Oh, yeah. That hasn't changed. So right now it's, uh, let's see. Adrian, how do you feel about Ichabod right now? Um, I think I think we're allies now. Okay. Jane, how do you feel about Ichabod? Fuck him. He punched <laughs> my boyfriend. I hate that so guy. So it sounds like you only have three people on your side at the moment, Ichabod. Okay. Lucretia, I remind you that you are one of the keystones of this whole thing, having consumed half of the Fey power along with Natalie. Yeah, and I gotta admit, I kind of overate. I feel a bit queasy. Yeah, what you gonna do? Uh, well, I'm still stomping towards Ichabod, and I just say, because I'm not completely self-destructive and stupid, I just say I wanted to do this when you're a ghost as well, and I just kick him in the dick. All right. <laughs> Would you make? Would you like to address uh, anything to do with the time being, or is that pretty much good for you? That's pretty much good for me. I mean, I just right. went and swallowed loads of the power I need, and then this dude's also going to do some stuff about it. And just right now, I just really feel like a good square crotch kick will make me feel a lot better about the situation. All right, excellent. So, um, remind, remind me what Natalie's plan was. It was uh, Natalie was going to side with Adrian. Okay. So, and Adrian, you were gonna just go ahead and do the hostile takeover. Mm-hmm. And, okay. take over the company and try to use their computing resources that they claimed would uh, destroy the time being. Okay. So it looks like it's all gonna fall on you, Crow. No pressure. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna help you out here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, earlier on, I mentioned that Nora Pleasance had supercomputers already devoted to the equation ah! of banishing the time being back. Maybe if you could tap into those, would you like to do that? Yeah, I want to do that, please. Please, yes, please and thank you. Okay, Jane, I'm battling Lawrence for. That's right. That's right. You were doing card games with Lawrence, and Lawrence is the type to be amused by this sort of thing, and so agrees to it. As a Dracula. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, thank you. And after another thirty episodes, you too are able to. Fucking cream, Lawrence, in cards. Ah, see, he what is the friend. card that won the game for you? Well, you see, Lawrence has skill, and Lawrence has talent, and Lawrence has foresight, and all sorts of other things, but he doesn't have what's important. Cards. And then James slams down a card called Power of Money. Pay one dollar, <laughs> your opponent loses one life. And in a flood and hurricane of, like, bills, Lawrence just fucking eats it as I Jesus. microtransaction my way to victory. <laughs> Well, Jesus. Lawrence has been creamed. Lawrence is no longer a problem, and not only that, but Lawrence has been destroyed in the most ignoble way possible by a card game. Adrian belongs to me. Adrian belongs to you. I guess those were the terms. Vampire law. And speaking of Adrian, you bring the vast power of a potential future to bear against Nora Pleasant. You bring... In a single second, the events of a hostile takeover by Adrian Steele, poster child for Monster Card Monsters, occurs. A shining future has opened up before you. Nora merges with her own future self of being, you know, a penniless vagabond now. Who knows where Nora ends up? It doesn't matter. You are the master of Monster Card Monsters. And you are able to bring the full power of those cyborgs to bear against the time being. Aided by Crow, who has cracked the code, 
and knows how to reverse the math that Miss Willis was manipulating students into completing. So the time being, it says it is time for it to go. There's just one problem, Adrian. You see, I didn't think it would be at this such a dramatic time, but the penalty that I wrote for such an awesome mega bonus of a 12 plus automatically on a roll is that your future self is consumed and that future never comes to be. Oh no! That's because Jane owns me now. That's correct. <laughs> Jane owns you. Or will in the future, but the point is, you're not feeling so great after that, nor is banished, but your own future is unsure now that your own future has been consumed in the effort. Don't worry, Adrian. I'm here. I'll always be here. <laughs> just, I'll just hook you up to these machines. It'll be fine. Ichabod, you tried to do a face turn to save the world after, quote-unquote, pretending to go dark for the sake of the being, correct? Uh, well, uh, uh, people who write the tales of this will always uh, debate where his true loyalties lie from the beginning. And you tell me what's in your heart of hearts. Was Ichabod prepared to sacrifice the world for his own selfish interests? Ichabod was prepared to sacrifice everything for Crow. And that is why, Ichabod, you are unable to save the world. You are unable to get people. With all their help, with all their support, you still have nothing. And then you get kicked in the dick. But maybe it's not all bad for you, Ichabod, as you look up at Crow doing some insane technomancy stuff and sealing, sealing the being back in the folds between realities. Things are returning to normal. The past and future are departing once again to the distance of time. The buildings are rewriting themselves beneath your feet putting you back where you once were just hours before. It's like none of it ever happened. But what's changed now? Adrian, you return to the present, and it's as if you grew up not under the tutelage of Lawrence. So you are a vampire. You are still beset by the curse, but there's quite a bit more humanity in you than there once was. Jane, you're feeling bit more confident all of a sudden. You get the feeling maybe you don't need to just do everything you can to just constantly please everyone around you. You you feel powerful. You feel like you have a good future. A good future of owning a company. Yes, Ironicus, you can do your own. Go ahead. Uh, okay. With, with uh, Lawrence chased away, there, there was no fire. Ichabod didn't die. Uh, as a teenager in a a lumber camp. Instead, he died in a muddy ditch in France. Great. (laughs) Well, that is what would have happened, but Crow, maybe, just maybe, Crow, there's one last chance for you to reach out through the, the rip in time before it seals completely to grab someone and bring them back into the present. Yeah, I want to... Just maybe. I want to use my guide ability to do that. Yeah. Because I have strings on him so I can use it. Ichabod, you're lying in a ditch. Life is leaving you. Blood gushes from your chest and mouth. 
But you see a light at the end of the trench. Do you get up and stumble towards it? Uh, of, of course, of course Please? I do. Of, uh, oh, 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 can I do a cool, cool thing? Yeah. All right. So there, there's a light. There, there's a window. In fact, it's it's more of a portal than anything. And there's a uh, a grenade that goes off. And so as uh, uh, the the in slow motion, uh, Ichabod can get up and walk toward it while shrapnel just starts flying through it fast enough to see. And so he jogs faster and uh, catches a bit before it goes through the portal, protecting Crow one more time. With the, oh! with the take the blow move that I never got a chance to use in play, but <laughs> I took it just for a dramatic uh, time like this. <laughs> As you trip and stumble through the portal, reality itself sloughs off you. Those horrible clothes, all the clinging mud, the bullets themselves are pulled away from you. And you're dropped into a much more pleasant present with Crow. Yay. Lucretia. Yes. You kicked his dick so fucking hard. <laughs> and it was so fucking satisfying. It's going to live with you for the rest of your days. What, his dick? Um, I mean, if you want. Um, did you kick it off and keep it? <laughs> yes. All right. There you have it. Is that enough of a happy ending for you, Lucretia? Because there's something a little bit better than that also. I mean, what's better than a dick souvenir, but... Oh, well, I was, always, I was also thinking that uh, still kind of chock full of fey juice. So uh, I might go and uh, have some words with a dark being who was rather rude to me earlier. That's a great point. And you know what's even better? We didn't exactly get into it in play, but there's a certain familiar face who empowered Lawrence in the first place. And Lawrence was the dark dude's original vessel on this plane, but... Now Lawrence was defeated in the past long before he had a chance to give any souls, including Adrian's, to the Dark Dude. So the Dark Dude isn't exactly all that powerful anymore, and let's just say you have a lot more dick to kick. (laughs) What? That's a good ending. It is. So, uh, Adrian, you have something else you want to do? Oh, yeah, um, I wanted to talk, I wanted to say one thing about, about Jane and Adrian in the future, because I had this really good scene yeah, I mean, in my mind. I, I, that's everything I had in mind, so y'all can add anything you yeah. want to your own things or each other's. So it's the dark cyber future where Jane Pleasance is the head of Monster Card Monsters Incorporated. Um, she opens a darkened room where Adrian Steele's immortal body is hooked up to a supercomputer designing new cards... Um, for all eternity, um, she angrily storms into the room, uh, upset at one of the latest card designs, which is uh, a werewolf card named Natalie Brown. Ta-da. Oh, <laughs> where is Natalie in all this? I would say that Natalie is still a werewolf. Natalie is still in school. I guess the question is: Are the rest of you going to accept Natalie now, Ichabod? <laughs> I mean, Ichabod does, yeah. Uh, after everything shook out in the room, he he realized that uh, the the final fault 
for the fire lies not with the bells, but with Lawrence. And that just made him face his beliefs in, like, ancestral sin. So he he got over it, for sure. (laughs) Good. Okay. Anybody else have something they'd like to say about their own future or another's? Uh, Just before the, the camera wipes out, Jane walks over to Crow, puts a hand on Crow's shoulder and says, Crow... Next time, wear a condom. <laughs> God! <laughs> it worked out! <laughs> well, <laughs> my, my dick thank that. you for joining me for Monster Hearts, everybody. <laughs> God. Okay. Well, thank you all for joining me. Oh, that was beautiful. Um, do you have any questions you would like to ask me about the setting that were unanswered? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. My brain's still, like... (laughs) I'm still processing. (laughs) A lot happened. Yes. Um, did you have plans for what would have happened if Hero Wagner wasn't dead? I'm... I mean, what do you mean? Pretty much this entire session was written after the events of session two. Yeah. I mean, just went earlier when we were like, uh, when you were like, do you bring him back to life or not? And I was like, nah. Oh, he would have just been, like, some shitty... He would have just been Joey. Like, fucking whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, were, were all of our all of our classmates... Was there something that was going to happen if we had gone to talk to them? Oh, you could have gotten them to help you, but... If not, I'm not concerned about it. Like, there were enough freaking characters between all of you. <laughs> if you wanted to get some help from them, that would be fine. But I didn't have any plans for anybody who wasn't involved already, no. Mm-hmm. I think I accidentally made Ichabod awful. Like you accidentally? <laughs> well, see, yeah, like come on. if if all of that, I feel like most of us were doing that on purpose. If, if all of that would have worked out, like b- betraying the the time beast to the Fey and and saving the day, and just like like yeah, okay, I'm I'm gonna die in a fire, but you you, you live your life. That, that would have been cool, but the way it worked out, he was completely, like, uh, ineffective, which showed how really sort of selfish and self-serving it all was in the end. <laughs> but if it worked out, he at least would have been able to deny that. <laughs> which is why I say he's accidentally awful. <laughs> oh my god. I'm glad that my shitty ineffectual... <laughs> my shitty ineffectual boy got to do something <laughs> I mean you pretty much did it I mean I did it in like both like okay yeah I'm both... Crow still thinks no I mean I mean like Crow still thinks he started this oh no one ever explained on, Crow. to Crow that he didn't do no this no one ever explained anything to him so, so Crow your dick ain't that bomb yet. so you're, you're telling us that Crow defeated the time being without even knowing it was there no, no, no! Okay. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, hope, he, he knows what's up. That, He's not that in denial about his dick. And had like super intense hangups for a while. I think is what happened to Crow. <laughs> like, just like, oh, are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> the like last time we did this, it was really yeah, bad. Yeah. It eventually becomes like a cute in joke between them, but for a little bit, he's like, uh, uh. <laughs> I wish there was somebody to give me sex advice, but she went to hell to kill a demon. <laughs> she became the god of sex advice. No, but that's the thing, is that Crow's the only one that Lucretia did not give advice to. 
It's also the only one. <laughs> She'll be back someday. Uh, so let's give our guests a chance to talk about where we can find them and, and if they have anything they'd like to share before, before you hit that big red button. Violent. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Anything you uh, want to plug? Since it is technically still August when we are recording this, I will plug the the past Owl International Owl Awareness Day, and I'm going to give you all a nice lovely owl fact. Uh, did you know that owls have three sets of eyelids, and one of those sets is used exclusively Jesus. to clean the eyes? So my plug is for owls. Check them out. They're a great bird. I'm kind of jealous now. I could go for that. Oh, Oh well, Arden. Hello. Hello. Where can we find you? What would you like to plug? Um, I'm uh, Sprotella on Twitter. My website is skeleton space. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> um, can I plug my own thing? Yeah. All right, because the date or die demo is out, and I would really Hell love. Oh yeah, it is. I'd really love for y'all to play it. Um, that's Hopefully. at Arden dot uh, and it's yeah, it's very good. You can also just access the demo through the Date or Die website, which is dateordiegame.com. Please play it. It's short and um Date I hope you enjoy die. it. Yeah. Da, 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 I, I played die. it and I had a lot of confusing feelings. Thank you. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> Alright. Dvac. Hi, I'm Devious Vacuum. You can find me on Twitter at Devious Vacuum and also on YouTube um, for Let's Play stuff. And, um, thing that I want to plug is not about me. I recently discovered, uh, the YouTube channel and Twitch channel Geek Remix, um, which is, uh, two ladies that do a bunch of super thirsty Let's Play stuff, and I love it, and it's <laughs> extremely my shit, and everybody should follow them, because they're great. Nice. All right, Ironicus, what would you like to plug? Uh, well, I would like to step in for Allie, who had to step out, and on her behalf, remind everyone that she's a member of... Oh, there goes a jet plane. <laughs> it's the... That's my favorite that's, actual play that's podcast. Such, that's such a unique <laughs> name. Uh, no, she, she is on another actual play podcast called uh, Friends at the Table. It is fantastic. They recently started their third season and uh she plays a stone lady who uh does punchums um, um, and, and has, has a, a stone cat, cat among other cat. Uh, uh traits and a sun hat among yeah. other delights yes oh well thank you ironicus hello ethel anything you would like to plug anything you've enjoyed recently oh uh, yes, but obviously now that you've asked, it's all disappeared out of my head. Take your time. There are no wrong answers. I'm addicted to Monster Factory by oh, uh, that's a... Justin and Griffin McElroy. Yeah, that's a pretty good poll. Yeah. So if you haven't heard of that before, go look it up and uh, wet yourself laughing. I am preparing a narrative-based No Man's Sky Let's Play, but that's way down the line. Ooh, cool. All right. Keep an eye out for that one on the web. Yeah, maybe. I might print it out and post it on buildings. <laughs> well, once again, thank you all for joining me, and thank you all for listening. Who knows if we'll be back for Monster Hearts 4. There, it, this is a little no. bit of a, you know, Please. climactic situation. Please. Please. 
Folks at home, please don't make us come back. Please. <laughs> Let us finally oh, that, rest. That was a different please if, than I thought it was going to be. If you demand okay, we come enough. back, we will in turn demand to re-roll new characters and start over from high school hijinks. I mean, you're back in high school. It's fucking Monday. You better have your homework done. Did it, did it, did it, dirt. Good night, folks. Good night, folks.